Well, hello, hello. It has been a while since I have done a live like this or a podcast episode in general. Yes, this is going to be the revamp of the Brave, Fit, and Thriving podcast. Took a little bit of a hiatus. I was focusing on transitioning my clients from my previous training platform into a new one that I'm honestly super excited about. It's going to allow them the ability to swap out exercises, say they go to a different gym or they can't use a piece of equipment. Like I'm just so excited about this new platform that has been a huge focus last week, ripping my hair out kind of stress, but worth it in the end. And yeah, I'm just really excited about it and excited to be back here and share with you a little bit about your your health and fitness journey. I know a lot of you struggle with being motivated, having low energy, and you might start your fitness journey and you know the basic science, like it's calories in, calories out. So you drop your calories or you just eat less food. Maybe you skip meals. You might go to the gym and do like a kickboxing cardio class or a lot of high intensity movement, maybe just focusing on the cardio machines. And you might see some success at first. You might lose a little bit of weight, but then you hit a plateau or you experience very drastic weight fluctuations. And it gets really frustrating, right? Like you think you're doing the right thing, but the right thing that you think is the right thing isn't really working. And your mood, your energy levels fluctuate so much and you just, you just don't want to deal with it anymore. You're just like, I I can't deal with it. It's not meant for me. And then you give up and then you go about trying to find ways to cope with feeling uncomfortable, to cope with the lack of energy, to cope with the lack of strength that you feel from yourself. And so one of the things I wanted to go into in this live, in this podcast, is to tell you what is impacting your energy, what is blunting your progress, and what is causing the initial weight loss followed by the rebound weight gain that keeps you trapped into this cycle that is very mentally taxing, right? Like you might have tried going about your fitness goals two, three, four, maybe even five times, or maybe you've been on this journey while you've been seeing success, but then you've just hit a, a point where it's just really hard to continue. And I'm going to tell you a little bit too about my history because I've experienced firsthand how these certain habits and these certain situations really affected my own fitness journey. Back in the fall of 2021, I actually ended up losing muscle. I developed severe hormonal imbalances. I experienced panic attacks, severe depression, and I thought I was doing all the right things. You know, I saw I was taking what I learned from other people saying, "Oh, you know, this works and um this will, you know, help you lose more body fat because I was trying to lose body fat, even though my body was literally telling me, giving me every sign, like you're overdoing it. You're under eating. You should not be in this position. And I didn't listen. I dug myself into a hole and I lost quite a bit of muscle. So I don't want you to make those mistakes. And if you're early on your fitness journey, the good news is it's only going to go up and up if you decide to make a change here and now. And I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to do in order to start facilitating this change. Now, you all know thyroid. You hear thyroid. My thyroid is slow. My metabolism is slow. Your thyroid controls part of your metabolism. And when your thyroid is out of whack, 
your metabolism will be out of whack. Your energy. Metabolism is energy. When you feel good energy, your metabolism is functioning well. When you're tired and sluggish all the time, your, your thyroid is out of whack. And we do a lot of things to kind of mask that poor thyroid health, excessive caffeine intake, probably nicotine. And those can be incredibly addicting because they'll also release a ton of dopamine. If you have ADHD, <laughs> you're probably going to know that you get, you, you feel, you feel that, that a lot more, right? You feel like, oh, this makes me feel normal. But the thing is, they can throw your thyroid in chaos. Now, caffeine, not necessarily as much as nicotine, because if it's not an excessive amount, it doesn't have that much of a detrimental effect. But nicotine does impact your thyroid function. It inherently slows it down later on down the road. Initially, a lot of people notice when they first start smoking nicotine is they do lose a little bit of weight. They don't eat as much because it's an appetite suppressant. But then it causes insulin resistance. Then it can impact your sex hormones, your reproductive hormones, your estrogen, your progesterone. Nicotine suppresses ovulation. And so if you're not on birth control or you're on the IUD and you're smoking nicotine, you are throwing your reproductive hormones into chaos and you're also really hurting your thyroid. You might lose a little bit of weight when you initially start smoking, but that stops. And when you don't eat very much, when you don't work out, you lose muscle and that will slow down your metabolism more and cause insulin resistance. So it becomes a cycle. And it's one that I got trapped into back in the fall of 2021. I started smoking nicotine. I was like, this helps my ADHD. My ADHD is getting worse. So I need something. And so I was smoking nicotine. And I also heard from other bodybuilders are like, oh, this helps me lose weight. And I was like, cool, this is going to help me lose body fat, right? That's the stage I'm in. Y'all, my hormones got fucked up from that because at the same time I was under eating for my activity. I was training five to six days a week, cardio and lifting. And I was in a pretty, I, it was a pretty decent calorie deficit for my activity, but I, my weight wasn't budging. I couldn't lose weight anymore. I developed insomnia. I developed more worsening depression when I wasn't smoking my nicotine and my ADHD was way, way worse. I got addicted to it and it really impacted my hormone health. It took me months to recover after I quit, after I decided to get my IUD out, after I decided I'm going to not be in a calorie deficit, I'm going to let my body heal and recover. And during that time, my weight would fluctuate quite a lot. But after a while, things stabilized and I felt so much better. I felt much better focused, felt like my ADHD was actually more manageable than it was before. And it really pushed me to understand how I feel during different stages of my menstrual cycle. And I wouldn't be able to have done that if I was smoking nicotine. Another thing too that can also impact your thyroid health is excessive al alcohol intake. If you're going out to rave every single weekend, you should not be drinking every single weekend. It's not, I'm not saying you have to abstain from alcohol together. I have like a drink or two once a month, just depending on the circumstance. And usually just when I'm going out, like I don't drink at home to cope with stress, even though, trust me, there was a time literally two days ago where I was like, God, my stress is so high. I just want something taken away. And I was like... I wanted to get something to drink, but I resisted. So it's like, this is not going to help me cope with my stress later on down the road. It actually does have a rebound effect on anxiety. Uh, alcohol, it'll also decrease nutrient absorption, specifically B vitamins. And guess what B vitamins do? It supports your thyroid, supports your ovarian function. It can also increase the harmful estrogens that make 
PMS worse. Now, estrogen is not bad. Estrogen, estradiol necessarily itself isn't bad, but if you are consuming things that push it down a different metabolic pathway, those estrogens can cause worsening PMS, worsening bloating and water retention, and also increase your risk of breast cancer. Both nicotine and alcohol can do that, but nicotine will suppress good ovulation or suppress ovulation and production of estrogen and progesterone overall. So if you are in your thirties and you don't, you're not looking forward to menopause, you shouldn't be smoking nicotine. I will tell you that I basically went through what felt like menopause. Now, another thing too, is when these substances release a lot of dopamine, dopamine will get broken down and you're going to have less taken up into your synaptic cell. So you're going to actually produce less dopamine in the long run. Now, another thing too, that will cause you to produce less dopamine and serotonin is low protein intake. If you're not eating enough protein, protein is the building blocks of dopamine and serotonin. If you are not consuming enough protein, enough protein, and you are taking part in smoking nicotine on the daily, drinking alcohol on the weekly, or even more than that, you are contributing to your depression and your anxiety and your mood issues. Restrictive dieting inherently is also going to give you less protein. If you're also consuming too little fiber, guess what's going to happen? Your, those harmful estrogens that I mentioned before, when you take in alcohol excessively, it, they're going to stay in your system and cause worsening PMS. And guess what? <laughs> Nobody likes terrible PMS. Makes us feel like shit. And stress. Stress also contributes to weight loss resistance and struggling to stay consistent with your goals because it will also reduce progesterone, which is like our anti-anxiety, our naturally occurring anti-anxiety hormone. So when your ovulation is suppressed through nicotine, excessive alcohol, excessive caffeine, low protein, you're not going to produce progesterone. And so all of these things come together and it makes it hard for you to stay motivated. It makes it hard for you to be mentally healthy enough to pursue your fitness goals. And you keep telling yourself, you keep telling yourselves, I'm only going to feel confident in myself. I'm only going to feel good once I reach this physical goal, but that's bullshit. You need to start feeling good in your body before you reach that goal. Cause you're never going to reach that goal until you start allowing your body to feel healthy now. And I'm going to be straight up about that. You're never going to reach that goal. If you continue to let yourself feel like shit all the time, if you keep doing the things, doing the things that make you feel worse smoking all the time, drinking all the time, stressing all the time, restrictive dieting all the all the time, neglecting your protein, neglecting your fiber, neglecting your water, all of those things, all those things. I know it sounds like a lot. I know it does sound like a lot, but it really isn't because restrictive dieting again and low protein, those are connected. All right. So if you stop restrictive dieting and you start focusing on nourishing your body properly, getting enough protein and fiber, that will help. It will also help with stress management because it is sure fucking hard to manage your stress when you are not nourishing your body enough to produce the neurotransmitters you need to cope with that stress. Because when you don't have enough dopamine, when you don't have enough serotonin, it's hard to be motivated to do the shit that keeps your stress managed. So start eating well. Stop relying on nicotine to manage your stress, to give you that energy because it's actually sapping it in the long run. It's actually making it worse. It's going to make it harder for you. If you're trying to get pregnant, nicotine is something you have to fucking avoid. 
it is terrible for your endocrine system. And it's so normalized. It is so normalized. And I know it is not what you want to hear, but let me tell you, I was coming on about a year and a half after coming off birth control. And I was like, I'm just going to hit a vape for a week. It's going to help me focus. And I just got this thing to work on. Let me tell you, my PMS was awful that month. Oh my gosh. My skin looked terrible. I saw the next day after hitting that vape that my, I had more wrinkles. My, my eyes looked more sunken in my, my skin looked, looked less full, less, less hydrated because that's what happens when your estrogen is too low. And that's what happens when nicotine blunts your natural production of estrogen. So all of these things, nicotine, alcohol, stress, restricted dieting, low protein, not getting a fiber or water. That is why you're too tired. That's why you're stressed and depressed. That's a fact. You can't really fix your mental health unless you're also fixing your physical health. That they are directly tied in together. And it doesn't matter if someone says, well, you have to work on your mental health first. No, they're tied together. You want to work on them both simultaneously because they are connected. They are interconnected. All right. If you want to take your fitness seriously, you actually have to start taking your health seriously. And you can start that right now and you can feel better within a few months. It's not easy at first. I get that. That's why it helps to have support. That's why it helps to have a plan. That's why it helps to have a strategy and someone who's there for you to communicate and explain what is happening when you are going through those road bumps. Okay. It's hard to go about things alone. Not everybody has the time or the experience to be able to go through and research everything by themselves. That's why sometimes having a coach is very helpful, or at least at bare minimum, having somebody in your social circle who knows what the fuck they're doing. But if you're surrounding yourself with people who are pushing these habits on you or feeding you bullshit information from social media, from online, you know, MLM supplements saying like, oh, this will help you lose a ton of weight. Because it's an appetite suppressant, but then five years from now, your metabolism is slow as fuck because you are not eating enough. Your thyroid's out of whack. Your sex hormone's out of whack. Like if you are in your late 20s and early 30s, menopause is like 10 to 15 years away. Get hormonally healthy now and feel the difference. Feel the benefits. You say you want to change your health and your body for the better, yet you're struggling with staying motivated and you just don't know where to start. Well, I'm telling you where to start right now. It's not just about eating less and and burning more calories and skipping breakfast and taking a pill. It's a holistic thing. You have to look at your body as a whole. And if you're feeling like shit, it's not that your body is working against you. It's telling you that it needs your help. It's telling you that you need to take care of yourself. Now, a lot of us, if you are in my social media, you're probably huge into EDM, maybe going to festivals and raves. Like I get that. And again, I will tell you my experiences lately have been so much better because I am mentally healthier. I'm more mentally present and it can also reduce the risk of substances because when your energy is better and your mood is better, you're less likely to rely on substances to have a good time. And those substances also We'll throw things into chaos. So you need to be mindful about your health. Eat your protein, stress less, meditate if you have to, or do some yoga. Wean off the vape. You don't have to cut it cold turkey, but wean off of it. 
Make sure that you are taking vitamins that will support the recovery process. Uh, same thing with alcohol. Don't drink as often. Count your drinks. Take care of your gut health. Eat your protein, eat your fiber. There's so many things that come together. If you're too tired, stressed, and depressed to take your fitness seriously, then that means you really do need to be taking your fitness seriously because it's your body screaming out for help. All right. That is it for today. I hope you guys have an awesome Monday is the start of a week. And if you're interested in joining the Brave Squad and checking out our new platform where you're going to be able to work out anywhere, if you have to swap exercises with ease and you want more than just a list of exercises and reps, no, you want to understand how to apply tempo, how to apply progressive overload, how to apply different training modalities to get the best results. Just shoot me a message on Instagram at Dana Fit or through Facebook. I would love to help you out and join the Brave Squad. Have an awesome day and talk soon. Peace, love, and protein.